Hey listeners, welcome to our podcast, Alphabet You Never Knew That, where three friends chill and talk about all things spooky, but in alphabetical order. Have you ever questioned the unknown? Are you wondering if there's supernatural things lurking out there, things that are hidden from plain sight? Well, this is the perfect place for you. We are your hosts, Javeria, Mario, and Minol. And we post new episodes every other Friday. today's episode, we will talk about some popular unknown theories that have been questioned for some time. Some people believe that life isn't all that simple, and there are some unexplainable things that do not have answers. The matter is whether you want to explore these unanswered questions or leave your mind wandering. So, uh, this topic that we have here today may not be so clear uh, from the description, you're a little confused but we are going to talk about questioning reality or just questions that seemingly have no answers to them or no like pretty perfect packaged answers that you can be like oh okay I can like literally answer this in five seconds boom um And also, we're going to talk about and dive deep into questions that uh, are kind of, they just require an extra thought process, and you might want to, yeah, sit with for a long time. And yeah, so some of these questions are scary and have really scary, unexplainable theories, so we're going to try our best to discuss these popular questions with some research, but also some of our own thoughts and how would we even go about answering them. So we're going to start with Maria kick us off. Thanks, Javeria. That was a good introduction. Um, and I'm going to start with a question that if not many of you know, um, is people think a lot of people believe that there's a theory behind life being in a stimulation. And um, so I'll uncover that. Um, So a lot of my research has uncovered that life being a stimulation is very likely. Um, It has been a theory for quite some time. It goes back to ancient cultures uh, many, many years ago and all around the world. Um, and the simulation theory comes from a guy named Nick Bostrom. He's a philosopher from Oxford, and he presented the simulation trilemma, um, which says one of the three must be true. So the first one is we destroy ourselves before we are able to create a simulation. Two, we are able to create a simulation, but we choose not to. Three, we are definitely in a stimulation already. Um, And Boston believes that each of these are equally likely to be true. Um, And I think they're not far-fetched because we already use technology for so many things. And um, for example, human population, entertainment, um, the weather, we stimulate everything already. So life being 
in a stimulation doesn't seem too far believed. Um, and this theory is created around a, civil a civilization that can create a realistic stimulation and that civilization will create one of its own earliest earliest existence. Um, Bostrom calls this an ancestral stimulation, um, where our world creates a world in its own computer, and then that one creates its, its own world, and it goes on and on. It's just a circle of stimulations that we live in. Um, and I watched an interview where Elon Musk um, gave his opinion, um, and he believes that um, the odds that we are in a base reality is one in billions. Um, and he's one of the supporters of us being a simulation. And he believes that it's already almost certain that we are already living in one. Um, he says humans are an advanced version of the Sims. We're um, characters in a video game. We <laughs> are playing a character of the Sims and each one of us is not real. Um, and Bostrom estimates a one in three chance that we are Sims as well. Wow. One in three chance? One in three. Like 33% of people are Sims? Mm -hmm. Or like, no, there's one generally. in three chance. Yeah, in general, there's one in three chance that we are in a simulation and we are playing oh. characters like in a Sims video oh game i wonder how they like got that statistic like what did they base that off of because like, um how do you he has prove a, that he has a whole book on it so oh, okay. <laughs> he like he talks got a about physics and oh, okay, all yeah. that that complicated yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah i just took the stats <laughs> um but yeah so we could be in a stimulation where there is a higher version of us um there's a higher version being that is some version of us um and we're just being controlled so basically everything around us like life is not real um like everything is expected whatever like life's um whatever is going to happen in life is already expected because someone is controlling that and we're just like a part of this computer system um which is crazy to think about. And a lot of people think that this explains deja vu, which um, we're going to go on, talk about that later on. Um, but just a little background, because there probably is a glitch in the metrics and we've already lived through this moment before and we're going through the same cycle again that we're supposed to be. That's why some people say when you get deja vu, you're on the right track of life. It's because you're going through the right, the right path of this, the stimulation that was created for you to go through. Oh my god! Wait, how is that like the right path? Like I'm a little confused because like if you're living your life like in the moment, wouldn't that just be like you following it? But you, for example, like feeling deja vu. That's like, like how does that signify that? Like that feeling, like oh, if you've already had this conversation. Like having mm -hmm. deja vu. It's like the stimulation working itself again like it's just the moment that some people think like oh like I've already gone through this and it's going through again that was like a glitch so they're saying that like so we're going through like the same process again in real time yeah and that means that we're going in the right direction yeah 
That's why some people say you're going in the right direction when you have deja vu. That's mm-hmm. interesting. It's an interesting idea, but um, yeah, yeah, I need to hear a little bit more evidence. <laughs> yeah, there's no hardcore evidence, but it's a theory that is unexplainable. Um, but this is all we got from Bostrom. Um, and so basically the simulation theory is that our reality isn't a reality at all and none of us are real. Um, there's an advanced civilization, a computer program that creates a fake reality and the people inside it, which is us, think that we're living a normal life, but actually we're asleep. Um, and it's possible. Oh my god, that's literally the matrix. Yeah. Literally the matrix. Yes, uh, yes. Did he like okay, which came first? Did this came first or the matrix? Um <laughs> I, I could sound really stupid right now, but well he said that this has been around for ancient year. A lot a lot of years, the theory so. of it has like been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, they probably made that like movie based off of based that on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty popular theory. Like we're not like actually like it's like we're in a game. Like you know, you're just like yeah. living. Yeah. But you're not really like actively like the person that's like deciding stuff. Exactly. It's kind of, like in your fate to just do whatever or something. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> but and... like video game characters. <laughs> They yeah. don't react to anything. <laughs> I mean, like your house, their house can be burning in one scene, and then the other scene, they're just like, "So, how's your day going?" <laughs> like, very lighthearted, like no emotion, no emotion, kind of like, not yeah. aware of their surroundings. Yeah, like going with that, it kind of like makes you seem like like everything that you're deciding is not actually like legit it's just kind of like you're already like it's like predetermined what's gonna happen kind of like in a game exactly so that just kind of gets rid of the idea of like free will in a way well i can't wait until there's a video game where we are literally (laughs) like this could be like but like we're literally just free will and it's just you within the virtual space but I know that's basically life, but I don't know. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But, yeah. like, even in video games, there's, like, limitations, though. Like, you know, I, you can't, like, do everything, right? I know. But what if there is, like, in the future, it's going to be so much better? Like, our video game would be, like, totally advanced into like, a civilization. Like, totally what we are now. advanced. So mm-hmm. you have no limitations. Maybe everything around you, but, like you the main character are free reign in that virtual space yeah i don't know like testing the limitations of how far like the character is limited to yeah that could be i don't know i don't know it's a lot of unknown reflecting that yeah Mm -hmm. um but when i read this i thought of some alien civilization when they said that there's an advanced civilization another um, way of thinking about it is maybe like an alien civilization that had been working on this for millions and billions of years and they built computers that encompass an entire entire solar system and is billion times more powerful than ever imagined some people believe that um so scientists and philosophers have argued that consciousness have um, could eventually be possible in computer systems um, with the right programming computers 
could be functionable, capable of independent thought and experience. So to if that answers your questions, maybe like, wow. yeah, so in the future, we could develop consciousness um, in video games and that could explain us being a stimulation. That's kind of like also the metaverse, right? To some extent, yeah. or in virtual reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like so many different things. There's there's like a freaking McDonald's in the metaverse. There's concerts in the metaverse. Yeah. So, you know, once you're there, you're just like a new person. But, you know, you're still like kind of limited to things. But, you know, it requires a lot of world building, right? Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. But like, why would people want to make like a world in a world you know what i'm saying like if for example that theory is correct like we're in a simulation why would we want to make another simulation to put ourselves in another simulation like maybe because this i feel like this world is like so like old we've gotten so used to it it may be a simulation but it's like a really like it's like a really personal simulation like you feel pain you feel all of these things bills like there's so much more authority and maybe we're so much more conscious in this world that like if we were in a simulation seemingly we feel like we have control over it you know what I mean like the control factor we are controlled like we control our destiny or whatever we do so you're saying like you know like with all like those problems like we experience in the real world like we wouldn't feel that if we were in a simulation like if we were making one for ourselves right like we know that we actually made this well we don't even know like how we are in it in our in this simulation do you know what i mean like some people uh could attribute it into religion or some people can just not even think of that way or aliens or this and that either way we're not like definite in the answer so we want to create another simulation just to control ourselves or everything that's why bostrom's says that uh the people that were the civilization that are in simulations create simulations of its own and then it keeps going on and on that's too complicated i don't know (laughs) i'm just like bro like i mean life is hard but i feel like if you just make like a simulation within a simulation there's like limitations to that too like i don't think we could do everything in it it's kind of like it reminds me because i've seen the matrix and like in there too it's like like it's so messed up in a way because it kind of i don't know it just feels so controlled like you know you don't the concept of free will doesn't exist then like you're kind of just being controlled by these other things and like it just kind of it feels a little restricting and like i don't know it's just confusing like i wouldn't like try to make another world like that's just my opinion but like i wouldn't make another world with another world like it's just I don't know if we are able to handle something like that and I feel like we're already so limited. If we make like another world by ourselves, that thing will also be limited too. That's that's how I feel about AI because AI is like that too. Like if you like give AI like a mind of its own, I feel like it'll go out of hand because I feel like we're so like, like humans, like we're Mm -hmm. very like, we have a structure to ourselves. I feel like we're not like powerful enough to make stuff like that and like make it actually run successfully for long term you just want to escape i think that's literally it we just want to escape yeah it's escapism you know yeah literally like we build those virtual realities to escape and you know even if we can't handle it we think we can handle it and that's where human 
ignorance comes into play <laughs> yeah but i guess it's like are you up for it like are you willing to like take are you that you know that experience the next yeah. level yeah. yeah it's very complicated i don't know there's no set answer um to this theory um but yeah so eventually in the future computer systems are able to function on its own with thought um, and experience which i thought was cool we're gonna advance to that yeah um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um advanced engineers also say that um, someday we'll be able to create artificial intelligence um like the sims living entirely in stimulated environments where um they would be like real people and so we could real people like, like but like they'll, they'll have like thoughts and emotions oh, aren't those too. like androids though kind of yeah like maybe robots having their own like the same concept like they living real people that's crazy to think about like humans can make like ai like that that they like yeah they basically are like their own Damn. person but mechanical Damn. okay we need to chill out <laughs> it's and getting too we, real and then we create a simulation dude oh. what the heck? i mean when you put it like that I oh, watched too many sci-fi movies to be mm -hmm. like, no, this is not a good idea <laughs> at all. Oh, okay. This backfires. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, the simulation theory is very well known. Um, no answers to it at all. Um, but only opinions um to back it up. I don't know. I know what you guys think. Do you guys believe in it or not? Ooh uh no but i do think there are people who literally act like this yeah and pcs i i don't know maybe it's just in human design there's bound to be some people who just act so similar to another where it's literally like talking to the same person but yeah i think uh maybe to an extent but you know i feel like i'm alive in ways and maybe i can't answer that completely now are you but... sure are you sure you're alive okay <laughs> all right <laughs> um yeah uh, i it's some it's a topic and subject i find myself thinking back to and yeah it's just i just have to take a gander at it that's all um i i don't believe in it either <laughs> i feel like it's just i can see what people are trying to say like when they say like a simulation because i mean like not trying to bring up religion but like personally like because of religion i don't believe in that theory but because mm -hmm. in a sense like when you're living in like the world you're living in right now like your life it's kind of like a version of a simulation because you're like you're not in control of everything right like there's a lot of things that happen that's like not in your like you know in your free will like you have a choice but then you also don't have a choice so i can see like why people think that like someone is controlling all of this but like i guess like when you're like gonna die for example like that's like another experience like people don't know what like you know people speculate exactly. like we don't know yeah. what's gonna happen so maybe this is like a simulation and like when you're dead you're like passing through to like another thing so yeah. that's kind of like in a game where it's like when that level's done like you move on to like the next level mm -hmm. so 
I can like I see that. But I, yeah. I connect that more to like religion rather than like an I idea do. of like a AI or like a computerized system. Like I don't really believe that. I don't feel like we could do that. I honestly don't think humans are like they're For smart, but I feel like that's too much power on our part to like be able to do that for like, this world yeah yeah like we can't mm -hmm. sustain like something. no like we're smart mm -hmm. enough to make ai but i feel like even ai there's like a limit to that because we have a limit so i don't think we mm -hmm. can create something that's more infinite than ourselves when do we hit our cap <laughs> yeah exactly like i don't think so but we're smart enough to like advance though that's right. for sure. yeah but i don't believe because, the whole AI thing. yeah you don't believe that we're being controlled enough stimulation like we're not like in a computerized like i feel like like yeah. um, like god for me is like someone that's like yeah he's like for him like he's controlling part of my life and then i'm also controlling my own part of my right life. But, like, yeah. i don't think it's like you know ai and like we are in a simulation like in a matrix but like, you do have to admit like there are some people who literally just i mean i know this is probably not the simulation but they're literally act like npcs <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you know what i mean I, I feel like, like from our perspective, we see we them as have, NPCs, you know? I feel like there are a certain number of people for, I don't know, maybe they'll just be the same as you in some way. It will be, be hard to differentiate between them. Like, like, what do you mean, like, differentiate? Like, we try to make ourselves so individual and different, but when we're talking about, like, people who we've met across different stages of our lives there's bound to be like someone who's exactly like the other in some way even if, when you see on the internet or I, mean, I know you don't believe everything on the internet but it's like there are some people who just literally act the same and i think that's bound to happen and maybe that's why some of them can be like so general and or maybe like sheep like yeah. npcs that's what i'm trying to get at but I mean, like, there's also like the idea of like, you know, you're like your main character in your right. world, you know, so right. maybe for us, it's like, like other people are like those NPCs, like they're all just maybe. <laughs> very similar. Like we kind of generalize them because for our perspective, we're different. Yeah. You know? Like it's like in our own eyes, like, you know, everybody else is like a side character and you're the main character in your I, life. I always so. take this down to personality. There's just some people who just have the same personality and maybe a little difference here and there but just basically the same i don't know oh yeah, yeah that's like more personality like people are similar like they like group themselves and like other people who are similar to them yeah it's interesting what do you think maria um i don't know it's a tough one you guys brought up some interesting facts to think about um yeah i don't really i don't really believe it too i just it's just like really hard to believe that but I mean you never know like <laughs> I always like I I like like stuff like this like just mm -hmm. unquestionable like unexplainable stuff um so I don't want to like completely just like say like oh no it's not real um so but yeah like, I know it's yeah I'm open to the idea yeah right I think we're really all cool. Yeah. <laughs> but in reality, I don't think we're being controlled by like yeah. a computer or anything. Yeah. 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 I think there's some there's some stuff we can't help, but it's out of our control. And then there's some things that are in our control. And it's just it's all fusing together, right? So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we went through that um stimulation. 
Um, and the next thing I want to talk about is dreams, um, something we all experience. Um, why do we dream? Do you ever question like why we remember our dreams? Why do we even go through it? Um, what is the significance of dreaming? Um, and experts say that dreams exist to help solve problems in our lives, um, to incorporate memories, to process our emotions and feelings. Um, and a psychologist um, says that dreams can be highly meaningful because they deal with our personal conflicts um, and emotional struggles that people are experiencing in their daily lives. So when you think about something so much or you're like really stressed, mm -hmm. then that causes like nightmares. Um, if you're really happy, maybe you'll have like happy dreams or stuff like that. Um, but not all dreams are meaningful. Um, in fact, many of their content can be um, repetitive and just like out of place. They don't really like flow um, and make sense. Um, in that way, dreams can be similar to thoughts. When we're awake, our thoughts don't always make sense to us. So our dreams are just like a combination of all our thoughts mm -hmm. running in our minds. Like mm -hmm. just they don't really flow and make sense. Um, and he also emphasized that dreams, while dreams can have meanings, um, his research suggests that they aren't symbolic. During sleep, people don't appear to be able to um, assess the parts of the brain involved with understanding or generating metaphors. To use symbolic thought, it takes more brain um, than is accessible during dreaming. And um, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. Um, the idea of like why we dream I never really thought about it I just thought you know it's just our mind working unconsciously and another question um, do you guys ever realize that you can't like run or scream in your dream but I've experienced like trying to run and like I I just like can't like I just like slow run you just, uh, yeah slow like your body motion. just doesn't do it so this is during REM sleep, when your body's muscles are paralyzed. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah. he mentioned that it's good um, that this doesn't happen because we would be acting out all emotions when we're dreaming. We would be like physically running or physically like screaming. Oh, no, yeah. I don't but know about good. that. I mean, I feel like I've ran, but I've never like actively ran out of my bed or something. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. No. So, yeah, I'm... that's good that we, our yeah. muscles are paralyzed for sure. Um, and mm. it's possible that the sensations of trying to run but not being able to move or trying to scream um, is mm -hmm. re related to the state of paralysis. Um, paralysis um yeah for example like you're having a scared dream you're trying to scream and then you're slightly starting to wake up and you're sensing your vocal cords like paralyzed um that's all because of your REM sleep oh. I just thought it was really interesting because I always wonder like why can I never run like I'm always slow running in my dream or like I can't physically scream um, well now you know that's good though that's a good mechanism yeah otherwise we we'll just be like screaming running <laughs> and screaming no it needs to be like the the body needs rest so the yeah. mind is but the mind is like always kind of awake so i guess that makes sense yeah that's all my 
questions that I thought were really interesting about life mm-hmm. and I have been following along with and questioning myself. Um, I'm going to pass it off to Minel, who will talk about her questions next. All right. So for my first question is, is the Mandela effect real? And I don't know if you've heard about this, but basically what it is is when a large group of people remember a significant event or they share a memory of an event that they believe happened in real life, but it actually didn't. And the name of it is actually a reference to the concept of when people actually thought that Nelson Mandela had died in prison in 1980, but in actuality he didn't and he basically died in his home in 2013. So it's kind of like a reference to that effect of like, you're remembering something and you're like, I think this is how it happened. And then in real life, it's like completely disproven. Didn't they like publish that in a newspaper or something? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like a bunch of people believed it. So then it's like a widespread kind of phenomenon in a way. It's not like with less people, it's like most people believe this. So some science-backed reasons to this is that (laughs) psychologists basically believe that it can be an effect of like a memory phenomena and like maybe there's some false memories we've created because of that. So a lot of people are like maybe source memory errors is one where it's like sometimes people forget the true source of a memory. It could be imagination inflation, which is basically like the tendency to believe something that is real more often than it's actually occurred. Um, So you're like more imagining it rather than it like being in actuality. Um, There's also some uh, other ones. The people say that it's mostly related to like the gist memory, which is like when someone has a general idea of something, but they can't exactly remember like all the details of it. So like they generally remember like a painting, for example, like the Mona Lisa and like they're like, okay, we know what it looks like. But then when you like try to, you know, recall like specific memories, you can't. So like sometimes people fill that in with like a thought and like, okay, maybe this is how it was or something. So Now I can give you some examples to illustrate this idea a bit more. Um, So, you know how Looney Tunes, uh, people think that Looney Tunes, because there's two O's in Looney. Who is this a quiz? You should quiz us whether we know. Yeah, okay. How is Toon spelled in Looney Tunes? T-U-N-E-S. Yeah, okay, that's correct. But (laughs) T-O-O-N-S. Yeah, people believe that one, that it's spelled with two O's and not a U. Oh, okay. I can see that. Yeah. Like, it could be. Oh, my God. Um, Another popular one, uh, Fruit of the Looms, Uh, like that brand. It's like that one. um, It's like an American brand. It has like, uh, it doesn't have the cornucopia in the back and it only... Like no, it has, it has the cornucopia. It has the cornucopia. That's what I'm saying. People. No, are like, it, it has. It, it has that. It there has actually that. isn't a uh-uh. cornucopia behind the. Front. There is one. There is one. There is a cornucopia. Apparently, there that's is not a true. cornucopia. No, 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 no. Apparently, I, not, though. I no, guess. there was a cornucopia. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, that that yeah, tripped me but, up too. And no, like, get that out. That doesn't make sense. Like, how can everybody like remember the same thing, right? And let's be like, they, that doesn't exist. They had the corner, like in the ads, in the ads, right? Yeah, they had I it. remember. No. What? Get out! No. It's a glitch. No, I swear, it's a glitch. 
but um basically these are these are simple examples of the mandela effect of being like people think that uh the mandela effect is like out of the science explanation is that it could be like a sign that someone's time traveling and they're changing details um in from the future and like changing it like the past basically and they're altering it so a lot of people are saying that yeah that like that's the reason why things have slightly changed you know there's like the butterfly effect have you ever heard of that um yeah it's like when um if you change one thing it affects other things even if it's unrelated to it it's just like a slight difference in like the past can change everything about the past kind of if you were to mm -hmm. time travel so people are saying that because someone went back in time and like altered something it changed like little details about the past and like it's weird that everybody remembers the same thing and yet in real life it doesn't exist it's kind of like it's as if it's getting wiped out from the past and like it's altering it so people are speculating that one I have some more interesting ones that are a little bit bigger than the ones that I mentioned earlier. Oh my god. Okay. So, the pyramids of Giza uh, from Egypt, uh, people have said that, like, you know, that was, like, where they discovered King Tut, and, like, these are, like, all the mummies, like, the famous mummies are all from there. Mm -hmm. In actuality, there were no mummies in the pyramids of Giza. None of them. Like, what? no dead bodies were um... found in the pyramids of Giza. And actually, they were found in the Valley of the Kings, which is nearby uh, the pyramids, but they're not, like, in it. And, like, that's where King Tut was found, too. But, like, why are mm -hmm. we in history or, like, why do we all associate, like, mummies with the pyramids? Like, isn't that weird? Yeah. Uh, that's what I've heard, too. They had it in the pyramids, like, those bodies in the pyramids. Because isn't that like, I mean, I remember when I was in high school, too, like, I remember they talked about it was, like, an area they made for, like, the dead you know like that's why they built it but i don't think that's mm -hmm. the case anymore it really doesn't mean that at all it's like something what the else heck? that's so weird mm -hmm. we all i'm sure have learned that lightning attracts metal or like it attracts like it goes near whatever is metal right 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 that's what yeah. we believe that's not true apparently it's false and it's actually attracted to something based on not the like the component of it like not that it's metal it's actually on height isolation and the pointy shape of objects so like skyscrapers you know there's like this little needle thing on the top right of right people are like it's because of metal right it's like no it's because of it's thin it's isolated because it's like you know above everything and then it's pointy so that's what attracts lightning, not metal. But it's like, I feel like in science class, I've heard that that it's metal <laughs> that attracts lightning. No. Yeah. But that's not true at all. Like, it's completely false, what? actually. Isn't it like a conductor? Like, that's well, what people think. I know, like, copper, right? Well, electricity. Yeah, that's what they're like. You shouldn't have, like, metal. Like, you shouldn't be near anything metal outside when it's, like, raining. Yeah. But that's or, not true. Or water. Yeah, water too, right? But, like, that's completely false. Like, it's, like, weird because it's such a common, like, you know, knowledge thing to know that. But then turns out to be false. And then the last oh, one wow. is... This one's gonna blow your mind because I didn't even recognize this. But, mm -hmm. in you know, like, those old black and white photos in World War II. They were, mm -hmm. like, the British. They were, like, mm -hmm. you know, getting sent off and, you know, all of this. And, like, they showed, like, uh, an ocean... And like you know soldiers coming off into the beaches and all that like there was like those tons of photos of like that on in history books 
Mm-hmm. So I don't remember this. I don't know if you guys do, but there's this boat that the British had made called Dazzle Ships. And they were ships that basically had colorful abstract patterns. And they basically, like, they were ships that had, like, these lines or, they had, like, weird geometric patterns on them. And they were, like, in World War II. And nowhere did I remember seeing this in a photo anywhere. But these were actually super popular in World War II. And, like, the function of them was to confuse submarines, like, enemy submarines or enemy U-boats to confuse how large the ship was and what direction it was going in. It's kind of like an optical illusion. Oh. But, like, if you Google Dazzle Ships, like, I don't even remember hearing about this in any of my history classes. They're actually, like, really colorful and bright. And, like, they're coming, like, orange and blue colors. It's, like, when? I don't remember that. But, like, that's, like, a a bigger example of people saying, you know, maybe somebody did something, like, during their time travel. And maybe, like, in the far, you know, future we can time travel. Like, they did something and it completely altered what we even know about our own history. So. That's crazy. That's real yeah it is it is real and it's i mean the mandela effect we don't know is actually true it could be like again the scientific explanation or it could be like what people are saying but what do you guys think do you think it's real the fruit of the loom one definitely like takes me off i'm sorry (laughs) but yeah i feel like there's something it's either companies are messing with us or something is like happening where it's like they're trying to confuse us all i don't know like i think there's some kind of mishap going on but there will be evidence of the past i feel like there is evidence i feel like there is i feel like there is um and people have provided this i feel like with the bear the bernstein one people provided evidence and then uh, maybe uh like some other stuff Uh, maybe maybe it's just natural that we we all look at this and then we're all like kids and thinking one thing and then it doesn't actually happen right god it's weird that a lot of people had the same thought yeah yeah we all person okay but like many people at the same time yeah that's like a little odd too like why would a bunch of people think the same exact idea (laughs) like that's the same You know, um, when I was watching my video for my simulation, someone, uh, the guy mentioned the Mandela effect, <laughs> be oh. saying that that could be like one of mm. the reasons um, of why the effect happens. It's because we're in the simulation and we have the same thoughts. Oh, like <gasps> people can like they see a glimpse of like reality or something. Like we're pro, like some people are programmed to have the same thoughts. And that's why oh, yeah. they think that way. That's confusing, but <laughs> I don't know. I think it may be so natural, like, human train of thought. Yeah. Because these are, like, all mundane things. These are not even, like, something crazy, like, like the boats, the dazzle ships. That's something that's, like, not a huge, huge event. Uh, the The Fruit of the Loom, that's, like, just a small like company i mean not a small company it's a big company but like it's a small detail within a company or the bernstein like bears they're just like something from our childhood they're not like totally crazy so we're not like used to seeing them every single time or after a certain time we just forget 
maybe our oh sorry oh sorry i was just gonna say the you mentioned like the dazzle ships i I would say they're pretty significant because they said that that was actually really successful for the allies oh god (laughs) yeah so like what if that's like you know someone altered the timeline and like actually made the allies win more you know but then higher success of it that's the thing because it didn't like did it would have been mentioned in history books i'm not saying like it's not important it was definitely like played a huge huge role but i feel like wouldn't it be so important that like someone mentions it in their history class and maybe like i don't know in our personal experiences we never learned it but i don't know yeah that's the thing like most people didn't even know about it so like it surprised a lot of people so they're like Mm -hmm. what if that's like a sign of some timeline being distorted and like it's basically added after like afterwards and like we're able to catch it because we didn't learn about it when we were young but yeah it's just like weird it just shifted the whole timeline that's what people were saying it's like an example of that idea happening it's it's uh it's scary yeah and there's like so many occurrences of it so i mean i feel like we're gonna find some new effects in the future too probably and I wonder if like people will do that to us, right? Yeah. Years from now, and they'll be like, I don't know. It was in Bath and Body Works. It was <laughs> Bath Body Works. <laughs> yeah. I don't it's know. Like little details, but then people are like, because of a major change, little details got changed too. Like there's no and, or it's not like too much stuff, maybe. Yeah. I actually have a bonus one, a bonus Mandela effect. I feel like you guys want to test your knowledge. So have you guys seen the video um, from Britney Spears called Hit Me Baby One More Time? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What was the color of the skirt Britney Spears was wearing in that music video? White. White. You think it's white? White. I thought it was plaid, so that's like kind of similar. It's actually black. Uh... Oh, she was wearing a white shirt. Who's yeah. wearing a white shirt and a gray cardigan something, right? Yeah, yeah, she was. But, like, everybody remembers Plaid, and I do, too. And the funny thing is, Brittany, yeah. she, like, on her Instagram did, like, a recreation of, like, her outfit. And she wore a Plaid skirt. <gasps> so, like, wouldn't you think someone who Get was out. in the video would remember what skirt they were wearing? Okay. Apparently um, not. She doesn't even Why would she wear a Plaid skirt, then? It, it was, like... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, she wore... Everybody remembers it, and I do, too. Like, she wore a plaid skirt. Because it was, like, a schoolgirl mm. outfit, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, schoolgirl, uh-huh. Yeah, so, like, the idea that she didn't even remember that is, like, really weird. And, like, everybody's confused. Wait. Like, this is weird. Okay. Uh, For her, like, um, music video... Um, Oops, I did it again. Did she wear a microphone or not microphone? Oh my god, that one's like mu- also in the music yeah. video. That one is a popular one. What Did she think, wear Mario? one or I know not? The answer to this one, but what do you think, Mario? Yes, she wore one. I, I thought so too. Think so? No, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. Can you believe that? And the thing oh. is, the Barbies that came out with her, like in that outfit too, she wore a mic in the Barbie one. So oh. like. And then the thing is, she wore a mic in her live performance, so that's why people are like, what if, you know, we're confusing her live performance with her music video? But that has, why would they put it on a Barbie? Like, you know, it doesn't make sense. It's a little that's weird. That's really weird. 
Bro. Yeah. It's so oh, weird. What were, you, what, what were you gonna say, Maria, about like that question? Uh, yeah, our minds think kind of alike, so maybe we have the same thoughts and things, and when we see something, we just like imagine it with something else or like some words it just sounds right to like say it this way and it's not actually right and i just think we like think alike so maybe a lot of people just think the same yeah that kind of sounds like um another theory of like you know like the science-backed explanation of like um misinformation effect so sometimes like when everybody's like saying that this is right and you're like oh that's right like you kind of it's like a false memory you have so you associate whatever other people or most people believe as your own kind of so that could be it like you're associating it and like that little detail you don't remember gets like replaced in a way yeah so yeah it, it could be but i don't know that britney one sounds pretty convincing I don't mm. know. britney fans what do you think <laughs> sound off <laughs> yeah let us know um but yeah uh, I, I actually, I do believe it. I feel like the Mandela effect is real. Kind of feel like Damn. Okay. Something. So you think there's a time traveler out there? Hell yeah. I feel like someone <gasps> is doing Are they something. like listening to us now? Oh my God. Listen to us. <laughs> That's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Uh-huh. yeah this one's hard to prove because i feel like that's like the only examples people can come up with but like that's i don't know yeah it could be couldn't be who knows let's see if we find more evidence about that um but for my second question now it's getting a little bit more intense in here but it's kind of similar to the question i think maria even posed and then kind of similar to the mandela effect but uh do other dimensions in- exist in this world and is there a parallel universe or even a parallel version of you? It's a pretty big question. And like, it's kind of the multiverse theory, basically. Um, so an explanation to like sum up the scientific research that I did, because I am not a physicist, but uh, basically our universe is pretty big. So there's hundreds and billions of galaxies in our world and they're all uh, contain billions or trillions of stars and people say that you know some researchers studying models of the universe speculate that the universe diameter could be seven billion light years across so like they think that it's infinite like our universe is in an infinite thing mm-hmm. so and um, around 13.7 billion years ago we knew about like the idea of the big bang theory kind of happening so and, and to summarize what that is it's basically like when uh the world kind of just burst like it it went and like it just kind of uh exploded into like a what they call a cosmic inflation and that led to atoms molecules stars galaxies to be created during the big bang so people are saying that during this development this has like basically led to a bubble universe so that could be like uh, other universes existing within the Big Bang theory. So like, so basically like trying to summarize it, Big Bang theory has like a end to it. So they're saying that when our universe was created, the Big Bang theory was ending at that time. So basically they're saying that during that period, other universes were also created in that period. I don't know if that makes sense, but <laughs> basically mm-hmm. there's people are saying since there's so many like it's so complex like our universe there's just so much going on there could be 
um, the possibility of having another universe around us. And so um, there's also string theory. There's a lot of physics related things, but string theory assumes that we operate in 10 different dimensions. But like, why haven't we experienced the other ones? Like, it's confusing. It's kind of hard to mm. prove. A lot of people have been, you know, using physics have like tried to prove it or like, you know, even in quantum mechanics have like tried to prove this theory, but it's really tough to like uh, explain it. Um, but there is one um, quantum theory or like a uh, idea of mm -hmm. Schrodinger's cat. I don't know if you guys heard of that. Um, but Schrodinger's cat basically is like a thought experiment of like if you placed a cat in something that could kill the the cat. So like you put it in a box, right? You put like a radioactive thing next to it and you close the box and you seal it. You don't know if the cat is dead or if it's alive until you open the box. So until oh. the box is open, the cat, in a sense, is both dead and alive. I so, mean, it's all to our knowledge. It's yeah. just that we don't know that our not. It's not to our knowledge, but we can kind of infer and imply the cat is dead because it wouldn't be surviving that. In other cases, right? Yeah, like that's what people think. They're like, you know, we. It's like a possibility for sure. But people are like, maybe it's kind of like a parallelism of like, you know, we don't know if we our world has a parallel universe to it, too, because we haven't like opened the box in a sense. Like there's no definitive answer to that question. To be so honest. there could be an, another version of you. Yeah. So people think that it could be right. Like you could have an opposite version of yourself. Um, but like the also the idea of having multiple worlds or like you can say dimensions or so. It's kind of also been implied in religion in christianity in their scripture it says uh god is referred to worlds in scripture and then kind of like in the quran too uh there's the idea that god is the lord of the world so like there's the idea of like multiple worlds existing but we it, there's not like a clear definition of like what those worlds are or like what they're made of but, yeah those like stranger things <laughs> uh i have yeah. never watched that don't oh my hurt God. me <laughs> i've never watch watched that. it you have it's different dimensions it. yeah exactly it's like oh. the upside down version so like that's like a parallelism to like our world. oh my god so the different version of us is it are they saying it's in this dimension or the next one that's the thing like it's so hard to prove this idea like there could be other worlds but dimensions is more like it could also apply to our world, like on Earth. Like we could have dimensions, you know, existing right now and like we don't even know it, you know. Right. Um, I know that in like in Islam, there's ideas of like dimensions as a theory, like people haven't proved it. But like people say that uh, jinns, they are like maybe oh. there's a possibility they yeah. operate on a different mm -hmm. dimension. Like they're mm -hmm. on a different plane, you know. So like instead, mm -hmm. like they can... Like in Islam, it's like we, you know, like they can travel. So people are like, what if they, because we can't see them, maybe they like go to the other plane or like the other dimension and they come back. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But we can't really travel to different dimensions. Yeah, we can't. Um, but they can. Maybe we haven't found a way yet. People say that, you know, like sleep paralysis, that's like a way to travel through different dimensions. Sleep paralysis? Oh, oh no, or like a astral projection. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah astral projection. <laughs> That's something else. But um, your astral projection. Astral projection. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you ever seen Insidious, like that's literally what it is. And like people think that when you're like sleeping and you're going into that, that's a different dimension. Like you're traveling to a different dimension in your your soul, your soul or your body. Like you can literally like see you sleep or something. Right. Like your out of body yeah. experience. Yeah, it's like your soul That's is crazy. traveling. Like you literally can probably just like let's say if I was asleep right here and then like I could see like what you're doing in the other room or something. Yeah. Without me like moving my body, but I could be like, oh, so okay, y'all are eating or something. I don't know. Because there's just so much that goes into it. A lot of like science, so it's like something you have to prove. But they did say that um Stephen Hawking actually believes in the idea of like another world existing, like multiple universes having like a thing so and he's like really famous and smart so (laughs) he's probably Mm -hmm. done a lot of research about it um but yeah it's like a tough thing to to prove and even in the science community it's like how do you even like find a definitive answer to that and we can't even travel that far ourselves like we barely can even like you know we found like recently like new different galaxies like other universes is like beyond like our comprehension right now um but yeah um and some people also like as more of a personal proof thing about parallel universes um people also have reported having dreams kind of associating with maria's question but like people have had dreams about experiencing different dimensions or like different versions of themselves and like oh okay. i kind of think it's like a glitch in the matrix and like that's like basically they prove that the glitch in the matrix is when two parallel universes overlap for like a brief moment in time so that's why that person in one reality is able to cross over into another reality mm-hmm. um so one person they said that they think that doppelganger experience that they had was mm-hmm. proof of this um to like to summarize this person said that they were like working in the midwest somewhere and they said that nobody in that small town looked like them and they saw someone suddenly that day that they looked exactly like them like everything like their clothes to their hair everything and they're like, it wasn't, it wouldn't have been hard for someone to mix that me up with that person at all. And they're like, this place could have been haunted, maybe. Oh my god. Um so scary. But like sorry, Damn. this was a, to refer, this is a dream, by the way. This is not like in real life. Oh, like, oh wow, okay, okay. I thought it was yeah, real life. So. No, no, no. <laughs> I should have mentioned that this is a dream. But um, so they're saying that this place that they were in was like really haunted. And then they're like, they heard like a female voice yelling at them or singing near them when they were completely alone with their doppelganger in their dream. And then they're like, everybody, like, I felt like almost everyone saw apparitions or reflections when nobody was there. It was like really weird energy. Like, it was like a really messed up dream. Um, but then they said that uh, during my last couple of months, coworkers started sending me odd texts. They would only text me on my days off asking why I was there and where I had just disappeared to. And in reality, it was like I wasn't like they weren't at work or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is that while I was there, occasionally someone would jump at the side of me and say something like, what the hell? You were just outside. Like, I just saw you. Oh, my God. And then <gasps> like, I saw you in the storage room. How did you get there so fast? So they couldn't understand how I had gotten there so fast, like from point uh-huh. A to point B. Mm-hmm. And every time I would be baffled and explain that I wasn't there where I thought I was. And um, 
and on and on. They have like a lot of other details, but it's just like a really weird experience. Like, what if this person had actually met their doppelganger or like their parallel version of themselves in their dream? In their dream, like, what if that's like your like uh, Mario was saying, where it's like you're kind of like your mm-hmm. thoughts almost are a reflection of what you're dealing with. But what if it's also mm-hmm. like you crossing over sometimes too? Could be that too. Could but. be because you're sleeping and your body, you're like, you just like float into a different dimension. Yeah. It's like, or where your does mind your soul just, go? Yeah. Leaves your body. But like, you know, where's it? Leaves your, leaves your body. It leaves it. It just leaves. But I don't know where it goes, but it just out of here. Yeah. I mean, you know, like when you're dreaming, you do have like um awareness, right? Of like what's mm-hmm. going on outside that's happening in your dream. Yeah. That's like lucid dreaming, right? Oh wait, no, no, no that's not lucid dreaming. I'm sorry. Lucid that's dreaming is dreaming. like you like create your own world in your dream. <laughs> yeah, like you and like you're like actively you, like okay, doing everything. It's <laughs> like like you're freaking the control controller. Yeah um so also i forgot to mention um deja vu is also one thing that people say they're like when you have deja mm-hmm. vu it's a sim it's it means that a different version of you has made that decision already or something I, like that. yeah wow that's a big one i forgot to mention but yeah that it's could like, be it too mm-hmm. yeah it could be it like when you think about it you're like like i've done this before it's because the other version of you in like another parallel world has done that has already made that decision and you're like connected to them so you think about it too like you're like you remember it as your own well i'll get into that that's crazy weird (laughs) stuff and like people really don't know how many versions of yourself like they're always like there's like a joke where they're like in in this like Mm -hmm. your version didn't do that thing but then another version of you may have like actually made that decision or (laughs) something like that like they actually got that job or they actually married that person and like you didn't kind of mm-hmm. it's a little funny they're a better version of you <laughs> yeah <laughs> dang uh it's like like it's like how many different options you have in your life like you could go and oh so that's called directions. plastic surgery okay <laughs> oh wait what that's your face <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like you just create a whole persona yeah but starting like with your face there could be a chance that like another version of you made a completely different decision like you could have completely like overlapped that decision like did something else and like maybe another version of you is like living their best life and you're miserable right now well thanks (laughs) for telling me that (laughs) i mean maybe maybe not who knows maybe the other person's more miserable it's it's tough to say but um i don't know I, i wouldn't say for sure like i believe it um, but again, I'm open to the idea of it. Um, but yeah, it would be really cool if that is the case. Like that's, that's another version of you. Like I would like to meet her <laughs> oh. and see her thoughts. I wonder if like we're the same, like we know the same people. Oh my God. The same life <laughs> or is it slightly different? Like how did their life play out versus your Yeah. Life? Yeah. I bet it's different and like, She's the same version as you, but like better, and like has she made oh. decisions that you didn't? Why yeah. would you think she's better? She could be worse than you. Or worse, yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, do you uh, going off of that? Like, do you believe in like the idea of other universes existing, like the multiverse theory? I don't know. Did they, did you say they had any proof of that? 
no right um yeah it's kind of like uh, associated with the big bang theory but again we yeah. we don't have solid evidence for that either yeah i, don't, I wouldn't say for sure i believe that 100 percent um i don't know it's very it's a tough one I so do you know. think that like i'm the like universe we're in is like the only universe yeah until we like get hard evidence and Ooh. i don't know how about you Jeria? yeah what about you uh maybe <laughs> maybe it could be like i i don't know exactly like how that's even broken down to but there could be something like um yeah something else existing in different planes of time i know that it probably exists like with space i'm thinking of like space and everything but yeah i think like different times different periods maybe but uh as for the doppelganger thing um uh yeah i know there's probably someone who looks like me um but not me Mm -hmm. they're not me do you think there's like a parallel version of yourself? Parallel version of me? Um, no. Your <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm the only one. Okay. I'm the only one. Uh, that scares me so much, though, is that when there's like another parallel version of you and you just meet, I would just like be Die. out of it. Die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then they would have to take over. <laughs> You'd want them to take over your life, do all the hard stuff. Yeah, I mean, if I'm out of it, they'd probably take over. It's like your personal twin. That'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a clone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's actually like a cool theory to think about. Like, what if you do have someone who's like you or like your version, but mm-hmm. who knows if you're ever going to meet them? So, and yeah, true. But then, you know, who's the original? that is who, true too who's like, the original who's you. the original because you're like who's like the copy and who's like <laughs> who's the copy who's the original that's tough it's tough to say i don't know if you guys have watched the um dr strange movie the multiverse of madness it kind of like goes into this like okay. the idea of like having copies of yourself or like other versions of yourself i but... mean i think we saw this with spider-man <laughs> yeah okay. spider-man had that too right? peter parker Three different Peter Parkers. Right. Three different dimensions. Maybe that's us too. Who knows? Um, but yeah, Javeria, do you wanna take it off from here? Okay. Let's start with my question. So this is like kind of relating to everything that we've basically talked to talked about, but maybe just another layer. It's about what exactly is consciousness? And this is kind of different for everyone, uh, basically. So it's like from experience, like what you've experienced on your own, a collection of experiences that are like replaying in your head and all of that stuff, or it's individual awareness. And this is like collection of thoughts, memories, feelings, and you're just aware you're you know you know what I mean you're like alive at that moment and then some people say it's just the kind of behavior we taught ourselves and it's controlled by the brain and it's just another function to you know process thoughts or like every like what we feel 
and um, existence. Like it's just we're existing in that way, and it's like the only way we can uh, exist within ourselves. It, it's just it's like um it's not just one kind of answer. It's like broken down to so many different things. And the important thing is is that it's subjective, unique to you only. No one else can like basically like read your consciousness. They can't like feel what you're feeling. And no matter how empathetic they can be, it's like you are yourself and your experiences are constantly shifting, changing. There could be a theory is that um, what you're, what you have like as a baby, like your thoughts as a baby is probably even the same as now. It's just that it's more advanced and you can probably make more sense of it. But I don't know. I digress. That could be something else. But yeah, there, there are another of things that can cause changes and altercations to consciousness and, or alterations in consciousness, um, where we kind of, uh, kind of poke into our brain and our brain is, our, it kind of holds the consciousness together, but like, if, whenever we like mess around with it, we kind of, change within our consciousness and this could be either from dreams hallucinations hypnosis meditation sleep drugs uh, specifically psychoactive drugs and even anesthesia it's like or even in a coma it's like you can really uh, go through so many different states of consciousness and feelings like you're trying to change and physically alter your consciousness at the same time. Wait, and- so, sorry, I just had a question. So you're saying that when we're, like, under anesthesia or we, like, have hypnosis, is that, like, us, like, do people say that, like, that's us being conscious of those actions? Or is that, like, something that's just happening in the back of our heads, kind of? You could be. You could be. But you also couldn't be. And your mind could be, like, going to somewhere else. Your consciousness could be like drifting to another place, not even on the surgery. That's why you see like people having like dreams within yeah. that. But you know, obviously it's it's different. And when you're like in a coma, some people like don't even have recall, like they don't recall time, right? They're not like they may even think it's probably like 15 minutes, or, but right. it could be way more than that. I've actually been under anesthesia so like I remember when I was having that experience it was like it just flashed because it wasn't like anything major that I had but it was just like when I went under it I just felt like I it was only like a second had passed and I woke up so I can understand that like that feeling of like just time just not even passing like it's just like as if you're sleeping so as if you're sleeping yeah yeah and then you wake up like 10 days later (laughs) yeah i mean that's like for coma people i'm sure like after a while they're like oh wait like i was asleep for like that long what the Mm -hmm. heck but you're not like asleep though you're like in a state like yeah you're not like you're 100 yourself so that's why like when you're in a coma or you're like even disoriented you're not like 100 like i say like fully conscious fully aware you're yeah. kind of blending between your different states of awareness and consciousness. Um, like I, I would say like uh, example would be like um, Sigmund Freud's like famous 
three levels of consciousness, the conscious, the subconscious, and the unconscious. And that's like where all of these three are kind of inter, well, like the consciousness is like the tip of the iceberg and the subconscious is kind of like, you see a little bit of it, um, like you can see a little bit of it above water and then like sub unconscious is like you're fully submerged into it. And that's actually where you have um, your consciousness, like your super ego and then your id and then like your id is kind of like uh, and your ego and your regular ego. So that's like um, when you're kind of acting on pleasure, it's like a pleasure principle and you're just going based on your instincts. So, but you, you know, you're not supposed to do that stuff, but you're just like unconsciously like just, yeah, I need it. I need to do it. You know, like it's, it's like a drive, but you know, your, your ego is kind of like, okay, hold up, hold up. Uh, We can kind of uh, chill out here. And then um, that's kind of like your, your, well, your ego is kind of like your operates between like your conscious and your pre-conscious and everything and then your super ego is kind of like the like it just more it's the moral code so yeah i think that makes sense i think your it is like your instincts mm-hmm. um your ego is your reality and super ego is your morality mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like the ego is like your common sense like what your decision making is between the two of the id and the super ego it's like you're kind of testing the yeah, you're testing a little bit of the id, but you're mostly around the ego and the super ego. Like you can't be too much of the id, but you also can't be too much of like the super ego, I think. So it's like that's what it's trying to do. Yeah, that's what that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just <laughs> it's like they're very different states of consciousness. And yeah, the consciousness that we're like kind of talking about right here is just your present awareness. And then the pre-consciousness uh, is kind of like your past. And then the unconscious is like your primitive uh, state. So consciousness right now is just the way I'm talking to you right here. And uh, we're kind of like, that's where like, we all kind of have our theories about it. And I'll go through some of them right now. Is that um, this one theory of like, cogito ergo sum, I think, therefore I am, which is a way of thinking of the, like, I'm here right now. So um, the reality of one's existence and consciousness, like I'm here right at this moment, I'm present. So I'm not like uh, going here and there and different places. Yeah. Like, like, I think he's like saying to like, um, I think because I can think that's why I exist. Cause like, I think it's like something to do with consciousness. Like, because I'm conscious, that's why I exist. Something like that. Mm-hmm. That's the reason for it's, existing. It's, mm-hmm. Existence like, yeah. and consciousness are very like tied together. So if you're thinking right now, that means you're like alive, you're here mm-hmm. at this moment. I kind of don't then- agree with that theory though. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like it's just like, just because you're unconscious or like you're conscious doesn't mean that you don't exist you know it's like with plants like plants aren't like you know they don't think like us but they exist too so but they could have their own thoughts they could yeah but you don't know i like animals like they have their own thoughts animals have their own thoughts too but like i don't know it's just like why just because you can think therefore you exist like i don't believe that 
Like a dead body doesn't exist, or like it doesn't maybe, think, but it exists. Like, you, know? you have feelings, like you feel, then you exist. Oh, it, I would see it like that. If you have feelings, then you exist. But like, could you say plants have feelings? Yeah, I think they do. They feel things. Mm-hmm. But do they feel it on an emotional level? Like, do they like you know? I heard they or... have emotions. They cry when they when you like break them. Like they, stuff. you know, you, they they literally like literally die. I'm <laughs> not die, but like they they are weeping when you're not like feeding them water. Yeah, and then when you like um, water them, they like come alive again. Right, mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah, I mean they probably do feel, but like I don't know if it's like they feel the same level, or you can say like an inanimate object. Like uh, inanimate objects don't have feelings, but they exist. You know. Like, how do you explain that, too? I don't know. That that philosophy question is a little tricky, but... Mm. I guess it's, like, more tied with, like, consciousness and, like, if you exist or not. But <laughs> that, that was a little off topic, but... Yeah. Well, well, you know. Hey, that's one thing. Yeah. Uh, there's also another theory where um, it's, like, the this is called the global workspace theory. And we have, like, a memory bank from which our brain is drawing information from to form like the experience of what our conscious awareness is like each memory we have or any selective memory it's forming our consciousness so this could be like beliefs you know yeah like any sort of like memories that we've like experienced that forms our beliefs in our consciousness and how we were even perceiving reality yeah i feel like that makes sense because it's like how do you make like you know your decisions you make decisions because of certain memories you have or certain experiences that you've had well there's another theory that's like integrated information theory and that's like focusing on whether something is unconscious or like our physical processes within our experiences it's like you're saying that's like a tie it's tied to memory like your memory of stuff like what it's like um yeah subjectively like you can say i guess identical to like it's what it's like objectively Mm. like you're associating like the carnival with something happy because you had a happy experience kind of yeah i think so sorry i'm not a very good (laughs) (laughs) i'm just trying to like think about like how that works but yeah i think that that makes sense what if you had like two different experiences oh that's true like two different uh experiences like one good one bad what do you associate yeah Mm. like how do you pick between those two maybe i think it's about the experience itself Mm -hmm. like which one was worse or better and which one's more like more strong Mm -hmm. i think like it's more it's like kind of measuring the level of consciousness like to what degree it's more like conscious like how did you like feel at that moment yeah maybe what caused it yeah uh but those are like uh my uh, like some theories about um consciousness i'm hoping i like covered all of them well they're it's very like high level thinking it's like philosophical like scholarly like like you really need a double like or triple like read 
every information uh, to process it well. So there's that. Um, we can get on to the next question of why and how do we get deja vu? So you guys were like talking a lot about deja vu and like, uh, you know, like this, it's what we've lived in our past life or it's like what we lived in our um, simulation or, yeah. you know, our like parallel selves and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, what I've kind of found is that it's like, uh, to sum it up, it's like it could be the result of two different streams of awareness, like uh, collabing and colliding together, whether you're like recognizing the current situation, but also like feeling this could be an uh, inaccurate recollection, recollection. And like the key thing is whether the person realizes, oh, they may have not even seen this before at all. And I like to think of it, it's like your delusion or your hallucination or something like that. It's kind of mixed with something similar. You've faced a reality that you've experienced, uh, which boosts your hindsight bias at the same time. Um, so it's kind of like both of them are like together. And that could be like almost like one theory or like one way of thinking of uh like why we even get deja vu uh but there could also be kind of relating to your subconscious like process of pattern recognition and you know this is like something our brains are so uh good at doing and they excel well at is just when we like see a pattern we automatically like put all the other like patterns together and we're just like like we just do a match where we kind of always looking for a sense of familiarity and deja vu can be like a little you know oh well you know i've seen this before so it's kind of like your brain is putting the patterns together kind of like what you were saying uh maria with like um the line right thinking line like the um, like how our brains are so like Oh, like kind of used to uh, oh thinking. yeah, yeah. We're so used to thinking mm -hmm. of things in a certain way yeah. right yeah so this is kind of like uh one of those uh ways we may get we may get that um but it's also could be just uh you know a big hallucination in where we just are affected by fatigue and stress where you just obviously like hallucinate certain things and um like you're just so stressed by it where it's you just think oh I may have seen this before I may have seen this before where you may not even seen it at all or even it could be the brain uh producing amounts excessive amounts of dopamine and you know it's just like happy a lot and where our brains are like our consciousness is being altered by that um so that's one theory um and then there's like one where there's um it's related to a neurological symptom where uh this can be this is often reported by patients who have temporal lobe epilepsy epilepsy and this is like uh the brain prior uh for the surgery for a temporal epilepsy like 
they describe them having like deja vu where in the brain, like there's a part of the temporal cortex, which is right below the hippocampus. And uh, the seizures are from the temporal cortex, which activates two circuits in the hippocampus. So it's like kind of sending messages. And uh, one circuit monitors like the ongoing experience of the world, outer world. And then the other is like retrieving like past memories, like going back and forth um, to retrieve those memories we've had. And that's why, you know, it's causing us to remember, uh, like this action is remember causing us to remember the present or, or experience deja vu. So, oh, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> that only applies to epileptic patients. But, but like, that, yeah. What about like normal, you know, like people who don't have that? So like, mm. it's like, I don't know. That doesn't really make sense. I mean, in epileptic patients, it's like, okay, well, yeah, because they're associating something they did in the past. Like that makes sense. But like, mm-hmm. for, like us, like, you know, people who don't, for example, who don't have it, like, how would you explain that? Because it's like, you also get deja vu when you're sad. Like, it doesn't matter what emotion you have. It's like, you just suddenly yeah. get it, you know? You know, I think about it, like, another way could be us overthinking. Um, mm-hmm. When we're, like, in our thoughts and our minds just running. Even though our we stress, don't, yeah. yeah. Even though we don't, like, um, physically remember thinking, like, mentally remember thinking about that thought, our mind is just, like, overthinking so much about different scenarios and different situations and then when we're actually in that situation it, that's how we get deja vu mm-hmm. there's there's really not like any like answer that you know that's kind of like saying oh okay this is what we this is how we get it it's just more so like has something to do with um i think people who just have more our brains and our neurological conditions where uh, people who have neurological conditions are more likely to get it than others because it's something to do with our like our consciousness and you know actually like people who are like uh they're more likely to experience like deja vu or uh people who have schizophrenia epilepsy anxiety vascular dementia so it's kind of like you're rethinking rethinking of what's happening but you know it could there could be like moments where your mind slips up, but it's not like set in stone. Like just, you know, maybe our memories like doing a little like circuit, like glitch something. <laughs> so like, so you're saying that people think that where it's just like a memory thing, like everything that we've already experienced is kind of like coming back to us in a way. In a way, yeah, because... I think because we do a lot of memory retrieval um, on a constant basis, even when we're not even realizing it. And we're always like looking for patterns. So it could be like, uh, there could be times where we're just, it's like crossing over. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like something that our reality we had before. And then also like, uh, this is like a totally new experience, but you know, it's like what we've kind of like, felt before Uh, like like they're colliding Mm -hmm. like maybe you have deja vu when you're fighting with someone and you like fought with you had a fight with someone a different person before um and you like are 
putting the two and two together and right. finding similarities and thinking it's deja vu from a different experience. Mm-hmm. It's um, yeah, that's that's the that's what a lot of people think. Like they say that's where they have it, but you know it could be totally different. And you know there are moments where people do get completely unrelated situations. Even I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very complicated. Like deja vu is just not one. Um, there's like different types of deja vu. It's not just one type. There's like uh, well, there's one for already heard, already experienced, already done, already thought, already recounted, emotionally, already smelled, known, found, lived through, or even wanted. So there's like so many different types of deja vu, and um, it's just something that we've strongly felt. You know, something we've probably you know, like smelled and we're like transported to another time our memory i mean yeah like there's like a memory though because like for example like if you smell chocolate you're like i i've smelled it before that's why i recognize it you know yeah no, no no but like you it's like that particular uh time like it's like very closely related to that situation like in the same environment well, mm-hmm. the thing is with deja vu um anyone can experience it uh multiple times anyone can experience it but there are like certain factors um like people are high income well educated frequent travelers or people who remember their dreams or politically liberal and or even the ages from 15 to 25 so after 25 we don't experience it as much Uh, yeah i'm sure you do but i think when you see like a commonality between this like list you see like you pe- people who have like high memories and high experiences and they remember their dreams that's why it's blending in between like your consciousness your I mean your unconsciousness your subconsciousness to now your consciousness and now it's like coming back and forth from your memories it's just a lot yeah it's um, interesting like why high income people have it more or like people who are like liberal it's, it's just like because really they're they're so open to experiences so it's like yeah they probably they have already seen it they've experienced life more oh like they probably like travel more they like are open to new Did ideas more stuff right mm-hmm. oh okay more people have come in contact this was interesting because all of our questions overlap somehow like they all like yeah related which was really funny because that means that there's like a lot of like uh theories about like different stuff too so that's kind of nice to know like maybe there's maybe there's a parallel world or maybe you know we have an out-of-body experience when we <laughs> go to sleep or deja vu could be explained through that too so yeah deja vu seems to fit into all the questions yeah just really interesting yeah don't know why a lot of unexplainable answers here we we don't have the answers for those questions but we did our research and that was the best we could give you guys um but if you have anything else that you have thoughts on what we talked about um follow us on our twitter and share your thoughts um we'll be posting some more content of what we talked about um and we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and your mind started thinking off into what life is and what life is not what life could be um and 
yeah, we will see you on our next episode. Don't forget to check out Twitter, our website, um, follow us and subscribe um, if you're not already. Um, and we will come out with new um, episodes for you soon. And don't forget to support us as well. Um, anything comes a long way for us as a small podcast to grow. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. All right. See you later, guys. Bye. See ya.